At the helm in my bedroom is me, Max, and you're checking out the Toonami Audience Takeover Bracket. If it's not October 13th, 2020 right now for you, you might be listening to this as a podcast. Get a grip and get yourself together. This is the stream where we're going to try and have fun discussing the biggest shows that have been on Toonami and give you, the audience, a chance to try and get your favorite to the top of a special bracket. That's right. It's currently empty, and in our first episode, we're going to be filling out this bracket Maybe with a term I think they call seeding. It sounds a little inappropriate to me. It might not be the right term, but I don't care about seeding as much as I care about watering the seeds of doubt that begin to sprout when I argue with myself whether or not Paranoia Agent can topple Food Wars in a sloppy Instagram voting method. And this is the kind of fun thing about this subjective bracket. We take things we love and we pit them together uh, to fight, like choosing a wife. We're going to go over the rules for the upcoming eight episodes of The Bracket shortly, but first, I'm going to introduce our two guests today. We have the Vice President and Creative Director for On Air at Adult Swim, the co-creator of Toonami himself, among many other things, Jason DeMarco, Hello. and former Cartoon Network intern Gil Austin. Hello. You got my resume correct. Yeah. This is already by far the most professionally run Toonami pre-flight adjacent or Toonami pre-flight actual broadcast ever. Where, well, there we go. I'm blown away with the professionalism so far. Well, you guys you guys did your own brackets earlier this year uh, with you filling them out. And I'm wondering, because I think the shows we've decided for this 64 are different from that 64. What can you guys tell me about like how that choosing was made? I believe that Gil and I went through, we found the list of every single show that had ever aired on Toonami. And we weeded out all the stuff that did we take out stuff that wasn't anime or did we we just made it all tsunami shows right? It was all tsunami shows. Yeah. Both. So the main difference between this pool of shows. So people know you helped fill out the pool of shows for this compared to this. Yeah. Yeah. So this tsunami show championship bracket was based on both Cartoon Network and Adult Swim shows, anime and non-anime. Yeah. We just basically took all of our favorite shows pretty much and i tried so like the traditional seating uh would be the top shows are the number one or the top teams are the number one and they play the worst teams or shows so we picked the the worst of the best were the were the 16s and then we just tried to seed it through but ultimately we weren't spending days and days and days making sure the math was right so there were some matchups like Early on, Batman animated series versus Teen Titan versus Batman Beyond. Like we, we kind of, I kind of fucked that part up. So that was Cartoon Network and Adult Swim Toonami. This pool of shows is only Adult Swim shows, and the idea was only anime, strictly speaking, anime. But it turns out that we haven't actually shown sixty-four different anime series if you're not breaking down different seasons of like golden wind versus earlier seasons of jojo's and you're not breaking out different seasons of fully coolie so i I don't even know how many emails went back and forth of sarah saying uh no sorry you still don't have enough shows and me being like okay here you are and she's like no those are the same four you did the last time so by the end we were picking shows from the april fool's stunt night and we were picking some other shows that wouldn't fit the original criteria which was only anime that's been shown on 
tsunami. How many big so, surprises are there on our new list? <laughs> certainly the in the later days, some big surprises. But everything's I, technically aired on tsunami. Correct. Right. But the big difference in your brackets, it seems you both had Dragon Ball versus Sailor Moon at the end. And I'm, I'm wondering the rationale behind that when we're thinking about this is going to be something where even though it's kind of a, 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 a sloppy seating, you know, we are doing this. Here are the rules that people don't know. We're placing four heavy hitters like we did with the Summer Showdown. We're using the eyeball game that everyone knows about to fill out the bracket. And then on a specific Instagram page, which I encourage you guys to go find, Toonami Bracket, uh, we're having voting starting after Saturday's show. We're doing the show Tuesdays and Saturdays. And it's basically a discussion and, and, and voting to figure out what fans like the best. So some things are going to get pushed down in the weeds. But if anything, that gives you a chance to... Uh, uh, argue about how, oh no, Gurren Lagann got treated like shit. But I I feel like a lot of people, and I was in some discords with people who are like on the Adult Swim Reddit and stuff like that, a lot of people, including your guys' old brackets, say Dragon Ball Z going to the top. Part of what our criteria was that we sort of decided on, not necessarily um, asking other people to do the same thing, but we were thinking of it in terms of shows that had the biggest impact on Toonami as part of the criteria. So like Cowboy Bebop obviously is an amazing show, but in terms of Toonami wasn't run on Toonami until way later. So not necessarily as big of an impact on Toonami specifics. So that was part of what was weighted. And then some of it was just sort of our own personal opinions too. And at the same, the same kind of idea that you're doing with uh, setting up, discussions was we wanted to set up the seating of brackets and then have people have the conversations around like this matchup is bullshit or the, I think this show's better. And it wasn't so much about better or, or worse for us, but it was a lot of different factors when I, we were personally viewing it. I feel like if you're looking at the bracket, like of uh, the shows that rise to the top are going to be the champion shows, you know, uh, it's kind of hard to argue that at least in the U S there's no show that, had a bigger effect on anime fandom than Dragon Ball. You know, I mean, it's Dragon Ball and Sailor Moon or, and then Pokemon, which we, I think we had Pokemon on there, but I think those three shows in the U.S., you have to say, are the beginnings of where anime fandom is today. And so for us, just because our history was so tied up with Dragon Ball Z, it had to be Dragon Ball Z, at least in one of those slots. Plus, yeah, I mean, awesome show. Also, awesome show. You said the biggest show right now might be Attack on Titan, but Certainly is it also maybe My Hero Academia feels My like Hero might be sure. the biggest, right? My Hero for sure. At least, yeah, I mean, like right now, at least until the final season of Attack on Titan, for sure. My Hero has been the biggest show for the last year or two, easily. I think you could easily say that, yeah. And I mean, I think trend-wise... What we've seen in the last several years is stuff like Isekai really like shooting to the top of there's tons of those shows. We've only ever showed a couple of them on Toonami, but there's always uh, one or two in the rotation of the top five most streamed anime shows at any given moment. There's always been a, a debate of what is or is not a Toonami show, which some people try to narrow down more than we traditionally have talked about, um, where our feeling is, a Toonami show is a show that we feel like fits on Toonami, but that's not necessarily what every Reddit 
subreddit feels like or message board in terms of what is or is not. <laughs> it's not a hard line. A what what is in your line? What, what What is your line? What do you guys have something? I mean, it's, it started as an action. It's, I think it's different now from what it was. So it started 25 years ago. So it's had to change a bit. Yeah. It started as action adventure shows that kids could watch. Didn't necessarily have to be from Japan, just whatever we could get. As it grew into itself, it definitely became action focused, trying to hit a teen audience. And it was mostly anime. Now it's more adult focused, still action though, still action focused, but we branched out into horror and comedy like food wars. And I mean like, but generally we try to stick with Shonen and Shoujo or seinen, like those types of really popular, it's supposed to be like, we're the carnival barkers who bring people into the tent. You know, we're not necessarily trying to super serve hardcore anime fans as much as we are creating a place for people to come every week and appreciate some shows and maybe occasionally find out about something that they overlooked, like um, Michiko and Hachin or something like that that's a lesser known title. But for the most part, because we're on TV, we kind of have to show the biggest, broadest hits. And those are usually going to be action adventure shows, at least right now. That's still the number one, you know, one through 10 most streamed shows are all going to be action adventure. So that's kind of where we are now is a little bit of nostalgia, a little bit of new stuff, a little bit of action adventure, and maybe some weird shit that we can put on like your show. Um, yeah. Does, so that, like, does my show count as an anime? Or your, your show to me counts as weird shit. We don't necessarily shit. Yeah, I mean, like Ballmasters. Ballmasters <laughs> Ball to me is another one. It's like an anime influence show. Mm -hmm. To me, that's still there's still a place for that on Toonami because we don't just show anime. So, um, for me, the fact that your show is rooted in anime and anime influences and basically is an anime, aside from not being animated in Japan, uh, to me makes it a perfect fit. I, well, one of the things, and yeah, for I'll, sure. I'll talk about what I think about Gemu Sedu Death Beach, which people don't know, came out of my April Fool's show Mike Lazo had me do that was more of a parody. Uh, I think, and that one was like really based on, ours were kind of based on a trope, like a high school or a beach or something. I feel like what I liked doing with this season, which I hope Toonami fans see and like, is that unlike an episode of Rick and Morty or Bob's Burgers, which might have a sitcom premise and wrap up and have A and B stories and they come together, uh, episodes of Gemu Sedu Death Beats are more like a video game level or just like one fight or a, and a cliffhanger in one scene and it's focused like on a continuous journey, which uh, it puts it in this weird middle ground because like a lot of comedy channels wouldn't want that because they think you have to watch all of it to make it make sense. That's yeah. something Walter and Lazo especially was always terrified of. Yeah, I mean, they the general the general um, thinking in television before streaming was comedy replays well because you don't have to know a lot about setup to get jokes, and jokes are more evergreen than dramatic or action beats. Um, but I think that in the streaming era, that's less of an issue. I think people return to shows less in the streaming era. They binge and move on. And I think a show that builds because of a plot line is actually um, a little more of a common thing that people consume nowadays than they used to. And especially anime fans, I mean, that's what they do. They just, they, they binge through shit and they can't wait to find out what's gonna happen in the next part of the story, whether you're reading a manga or, or watching friggin' One Piece, you know? Um, 
So I think your show fits in that continuum of how people in this fan set consume things. Now, when we think of the fan set and, and predicting potential winners, we haven't even revealed or filled the bracket, which I guess we're going to spend the second half of the show doing. But uh, do you think a legacy show like Dragon Ball and your brackets will do better than something newer? Or do you think that there's more, like, has anime become more accessible with, and maybe more efficient sometimes? Like Maybe. I mean, I, I still think a show like, I think Dragon Ball's an outlier. Dragon Ball's like... Tom Hanks, like everybody loves Dragon Ball. I mean, there's always some people that hate Dragon Ball, but for the most part, your average anime fan will at least have a feeling about how they, what they think about Dragon Ball. They will have been, they will have to have made up their mind about Dragon Ball. And usually it's, yeah, it's pretty good or great. And then there's some people that hate it. So I still think it, I don't know that it will do as well as it did in the pure tsunami bracket in this bracket, but I bet it does pretty good just because it's still a huge show in the minds of anime fans i mean even now it wherever it airs it's invariably the high one of the highest rated things where it airs it's like family guy it's just one of those shows that just works around the world for a lot of people so i feel like it'll do really well i don't know if it'll do all the way to the, all the way to the top though uh, my one potential prediction too is because i had this on my desk for a reason i feel like jojo's has such an active internet fandom I remember uh, even really when you guys them. started airing it, they would call into Blood Feast and just say, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. They would just say, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Do you think, uh, do you think that will dominate the stream? That just like people from the internet will it would become a meme? <laughs> I think it could because JoJo fans are hardcore. I mean, a lot of them were mad when we started showing it because once a show gets to Toonami, there's sometimes a perception that, like, oh, now the normies are going to find it, you know, so all the weebs get mad because we're going to, you know, blow their secret show that they love so much. Not, not that that actually happens, but that's often, that can be a perception. So when that show premiered, I had a lot of people like, what are you doing trying to show JoJo's? Don't try to be cool, Toonami. Uh, JoJo's fans are hardcore. I can see that going pretty far. Are you guys, is more JoJo's coming? People are always asking. Golden Wind, isn't that like ending this week or in two weeks or something? Yeah, soon. not this weekend, but next weekend. I mean, as soon as they, as soon as they're going to keep making JoJo because it's a global hit now, and it, whenever they make it, we're going to try to get it. In the era of streaming, it's a little hard to make that promise because Netflix does swoop in and drop giant bags of money on people, and they lock things down. But if we can get JoJo's, we intend to keep airing whatever they make. Do you guys have any? I feel like. I would say with you, Jason, if you could have any show win just to make you happy, would it probably be Fooly Cooly? <laughs> you know, I was thinking about that, and I was looking at this at the bracket, and let me look at it again as we're talking. I mean, definitely Fooly Cooly would make me would make me happy. I would be happy with. Um, I mean, honestly, I like almost all of these shows. Like, there's not a lot on here I don't like a lot. Mob Psycho would make me really happy. Paranoia Agent is probably maybe other than fully coolly the best show on our list in my opinion so yeah, that's where i go. think yeah i think that's I, I, where that's it's going to differ from yeah from on, our sorry. bracket is that it's it's going to be one-to-one this show or this show where you can it's going to be harder to talk about it in terms of like framed in toonami's history it's just going to be an instagram poll of a or b and yeah. i think paranoia agent would i mean we haven't we've shown it 
for what, 11 weeks and that's it. But it's obviously an amazing show. So depending on how you want to set the criteria. Well, one of the goals of the summer showdown when we did that was also, oh, if some people haven't seen some of these shows because they're not showing Drinky Crow anymore, hopefully they'll look it up. And uh, Paranoia Agent's one of my favorite shows of all time as well. I would hope that maybe when the, as the voting goes down, I would hope it goes further. But if it loses, I hope people are like, oh, I want to check be, that out. You'd be, you'd be surprised because when we showed Paranoia Agent, I saw a lot of comments um, on the Toonami socials. Well, it's our Facebook. That's our only social right now. Uh, where people were like, that show's weird. I don't want to watch that. Like, It's too weird for them? I think for a lot of people that just want to watch like a relaxing, fun fighting anime like Food Wars. They don't necessarily want something that's a deep psychological uh, exploration of <laughs> of self like a Paranoia Agent. You know what I mean? Yeah, they'd rather be like, I'm okay with cartoon high schoolers being hot. Yeah, <laughs> food food orgasms are more their line. That is a great show. And when it, I've, I finished it recently and it made me feel a little empty at the end and it happens whenever <laughs> i finish a show i just feel like what's next what the hell am i going to do with my life well you gotta watch one piece you'll never finish it so you never have <laughs> well, to feel well, empty. but i had the opposite problem actually i was reading berserk for a while and i just had to stop because i it's not over and i was like yeah. 180 in and i was like i can't it's yeah, too much he takes he takes super long breaks that there's guy. a tipping point yeah i didn't i felt crazy about it Hey, you're on the line with the Toonami Bracket. We're about to begin the Eyeball Space Invader game. What's going on? Hello. If you ask me, I feel like Toonami's responsible for the anime boom of the early 2000s, and I feel like, I don't know, how do you, it, do you, would you guys agree with me or not? I would, I would agree that we're part of, we were, we were a big part of it. I, I don't think we could say we're responsible because Pokemon was a big part of it. I was going to say, it. if we ran Pokemon, I would say yes. <laughs> well, I, I think remember, we were. I even, my, I got that test tape of Pokemon when I was like nine, when they were trying to figure out if it was good. Oh wow, really? Yeah, there were, I, and I thought everyone did. So in my head, it feels like definitely introduced anime because we got a VHS in the mail to say, should we play Pokemon on TV? Yeah, I would say us showing Dragon Ball and then Pokemon were, I mean, were definitely sort of two of the first big things that made. Larger culture, pay attention to anime. I think we could take credit for that. Hmm. Yeah, we got a. Um, there was a. What was not uh, Washington Post, Wall Street Journal, Wall right? Street Journal, that fucking asshole. What they do? Article about they wrote like that. Kids were glued to this super violent whatever yeah. show. So we made a spot that's like a movie promo, but we just picked out the headline: "Kids are glued." Wall Street Journal. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, the lady lady pretended she was super into us and and faded us. Wait, that really happened? Yeah, it happened, and they suck. I hate the Wall Street Journal forever. But, yeah, we we did. The lady came, sat with us for two days, was like, it's going to be a great article about all the success Dragon Ball's having. Then she went back, and the entire article was about how violent it was and how it was messing with kids, and they showed decapitations. And then her editor changed her headline, she said. So it, it was Kids Are Glued to a Hyper-Violent Japanese Cartoon Show. And so we decided, let's make a critic spot and literally just use, the Wall Street Journal says kids are glued, just to be a dick to Wall Street Journal. When was this, 2005? Oh, uh, man, this is in the 90s. Uh, like 99, probably? Yeah, 99, 98. Oh, damn. We're old, man. 
The heavy hitters are the four through a series of numbers and calculations that I'm not privy to because I I, I, I don't know. I don't want to be anal about it, you know, myself. Someone else figured it out. We're the best performing shows on digital and linear, and uh, cool. they are Cowboy Bebop, My Hero Academia, Bleach, and Dragon Ball Z. I believe it. I believe Bleach for sure, man. Bleach, you know, Bleach kept Toonami's lights on in the early days when we came back on Adult Swim because it always pulled a good number every week. What do you think people like about Bleach? Because to me it's a show, and I don't want to criticize it because I, I, I like all sorts of shows, but it has a feeling to me that reminds me of Yu Yu Hakushu, where I'm like, oh, I wish it was more about spirit stuff. Yeah, Bleach, I, I think I think with Bleach, it's one of those shows that has really great arcs and then arcs that kind of really drag, and you kind of just have to ride with it, and some people have patience for that and some don't. What do you guys think? Do you guys levit- gravitate the shows that take longer, or do you like I don't, ones? actually. I, I like shorter shows, personally. Um, I, I think there are some shows, though, where the long arcs, build in an incredibly satisfying way, but I rarely have the time or patience to sit through a hundred episodes of anything. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I think a, a tighter run typically is more impactful just because it, there's a beginning, middle of an end. And if you're, if your beginning is 200 episodes long, it's a little yeah more daunting of a task. Yeah. Well, now that we've placed those four into separate corners, we're going to go through and create matchups by shooting these things together. So we're going to shoot these all down until there's four left, and those four will then go in order from north, east, south, west, filling out with the heavy hitters. And then we'll kind of look at it and talk amongst ourselves who we think will win in the audience polls. I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay, it looks like our first matchup today is Tenchi Muyo versus... Oh, is that Space Dandy? Oh, man. Ooh, wow. tough. tough one. You know, Tenchi has a pretty solid fan base. Oh, the other Tenchi Muyo versus Parasite. Hilarious. <laughs> well, I think Parasite might win that one. Yeah? Uh, just because it's newer. I think Tenchi's one of those shows that seems to be slowly being forgotten by a lot of people just because there hasn't been new ones that people like. What's it about? What would you call? What would you say it's about? I would say it's a harem show about a young boy who meets a space pirate and a space princess and has to choose between them. Gil, would you agree with that assessment? Uh, yeah, I would. After the fact, you did a much better and more succinct job of explaining what it was. Um, I would say it's about a man, boy learning that life is bigger than he thought it was and that his decisions will have ramifications beyond what he thought life was to start with. What are the difference between the two Tenchis? Uh, well, Tenchi Muyo is the, the original, is the original OVA, which there were eight of them, I believe. And the Tenchi, the series is a 26 episode TV series adapted from that OVA that retells some of the same story, but is slightly different. Is there one you prefer, or is it like Brotherhood I and I prefer, Brother I prefer the animation in the OVA because obviously they have more money, but I think I prefer the arc of the series because it's a little more clean um, and is a little bit less about boobies. Boobies are Not great. Ever. People like boobies, though, right? I mean, boobies are great. I just don't necessarily need them in all of my anime. I, I think I agree. I, I kind of, uh, I, I'm really, and I know that's going to maybe make Toonami people not like me, but I'm only medium no. on fan service. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't think you're. Yeah. I think I don't think you're alone. Ooh, what do we got? Dimension, Dimension W, w not, versus Blue Exorcist. Ooh, yeah, I think Dimension oh. W is going down on that one. Yeah, that was. People are disappointed in that show. Really? What did people expect, and what did they get? I don't know what they expected, but it looks cool. It's got cool design, but the show itself isn't that great. And it was like a Funimation original. And then there was never any more episodes, and it kind of just it just wasn't what people were hoping it would be, I think. Gil, any thoughts yourself on Blue Exorcist? And in addition to that, yeah, I think that Blue Exorcist is just a cooler, a better execution in the end of, it's like a more interesting idea and done a little bit better. Let's go back to the game. This is fun. I love going back and shooting things in this game. It's like, <laughs> I don't lose, you know? I get Black Clover, and it's going up against... Fire Force. Fire Force. Ooh, Ooh, that's tough. Very man. different. Very current matchup. Yeah, I think dilemma. Black Clover fans might take that one, though, because that's a pretty passionate fan base. Yeah. And the Fire Force are just people who like, you know, public safety. <laughs> I, think, I think Fire Force has got a lot of fans. Obviously, it's a hit show, but uh, Black Clover fans, uh, they, they kind of were forged in the fire because everyone hated the VO the main character's voice for soap for like the first 10 episodes until they sort of modified it. And so they took a lot of people who liked it, took a lot of shit in the early days. And now it's sort of accepted as, Oh, it's a good show. But for a while they had to like fight for it. And you know, you always love things more when you have to fight for them. True. Yeah. I don't know that there's a fire force community the way there is a black clover community. Oh boy. So this is where we start getting into the we still need a couple more shows category of shows. <laughs> Not that Astro Boy isn't an amazing show, but in terms of its tsunami dum, we haven't really shown a whole lot of Astro Boy historically. But is it an outlier that maybe like the cool art crowd's going to fight for because they understand its roots? I think a lot of people are going to not even care about Astro Boy at all. Really? Yeah. Ooh, this is a really interesting matchup, though. A smaller. Not as well-known show that's really, really good that's more current versus yeah. an all-time classic, really, really, really old show. How would you, how would you if you're pitching those shows to people who haven't seen them, how would you pitch them both? Astro Boy is a 1960s show from the godfather of anime uh, about a scientist whose son dies and he creates a robot boy to be his uh, foster son and he ends up being a superhero. And then... Michiko and Hachin is about a thief, a Brazilian thief and her daughter who she is separated from and their journey to reunite. I like Michiko and Hachin better than Astro Boy, but I mean, obviously, uh, Astro Boy is a classic. I think showing up today watching both, you're going to have a hard time liking Astro Boy more. Just if you're dated. People, yeah. yeah, people don't generally like old anime old anime I mean, that shit is the average anime old at yeah. this point yeah well i mean there's an 80s one the one we showed the one that's in our bracket is actually the 1980s astro boy that was color or no the 2000s one that's what we showed we never showed the black and white one people in chat say they love astro boy let's see what happens Good. as we keep going they love to love things samurai seven against black, black lagoon, lagoon. Black Lagoon wins that one handily. Handily. What makes yeah. it so handily? Samurais uh, are good with swords. People really love Revy, uh, the character from Black Lagoon, uh, speaking of boobies. Uh, and she's an ass yeah, kicker. We couldn't, strong, we couldn't show the female. yeah the OVA boobies edition of Yeah. It's, uh, she's the strong female lead, and it's a really cool, fun story. 
And I just think it connected with more people than Samurai 7, which was also good, but. Samurai 7 is great. It does have a little bit of draggy moments where you wish it was just a little shorter. Um, but I think it's a really cool idea and I think it's executed well. Online, they call that filler, right? But is it, it or is it just bad? It wasn't pacing? technically filler in that it was based on something away from a manga, but it was sort of the same idea, yeah. Yeah, they weren't waiting for the manga to catch up, but oh, they still had a series order to fill. Here's a new one that I quite enjoyed, Dr. Stone. How did that do on the channel? <laughs> Very well. Fun. It did well. And Sword Ooh, Art Online. That's You're a not, tough matchup. I think this is a not making a lot of friends round one kind of matchup for yeah. the Tsunami audience takeover bracket. <laughs> you think the Dr. Stone heads and the Sword Art Online heads are going to have to break up if they were in relationships? Yeah. I uh, Yeah, I think um, words may be had. What do people like about Sword Art Online? There's a lot of it, right? I've, I've only dipped into it a little, and I feel like I, I was a lot. in and I out. I mean, people just seem to have a bottomless appetite for isekai of all kinds, and it's just a well-executed isekai. Um, so if you like the idea of being trapped in a video game, I guess you like Sword Art. Sword in the stone, kind of, you know? Like Merlin-esque. <laughs> That's where we're going with that. We got the North <laughs> okay. bracket put together, except for whoever's oh. going to go against my hero, which is... Uh, and in wow. the traditional Northeast, Southwest, we are moving on to the East now. We are now <laughs> moving in the tradition of the rules, which isn't even in the rule page, I mean. Yes, um, sure. But, you know, as I said, it's not fair or balanced. This isn't, <laughs> this isn't the 2020 election. It's the... Right. This right. is the 2034 election when we vote whether or not Parasite should be president. We're, you're on the line with the Toonami Archive. We're going to the East Bracket. Who's this? This is uh, Avi Izor, a.k.a. Bunos. Hey, what's up? Hey, I'm uh, just checking out which shows are going to be in the bracket. Um, I think I already have my top two picks, which are definitely going to be uh, Bebop and Dragon Ball facing off against each other. Really? Um, Makes a lot of sense. Who wins in that face-off for you? You know, I, I don't know, because... I think both are definitely have potential. It just depends on the audience. Because really, Bebop was more of a Adult Swim thing, and uh, Dragon Ball. I mean, yeah, I I don't know. It could be, but Dragon Ball definitely has the big nostalgia factor for Tsunami overall. Agreed. But yeah, some of these uh, North Bracket shows are definitely gonna go far. Uh, Parasite, Black Lagoon. All righty, thanks for calling, man. Okay, we got a, a, a Naruto sequel. Boruto, oh boy. Ooh. Oh boy. Well, let's be real. Boruto's going to win that one. Or just because yeah. of I would name, pick IGPX recognition. Uh, yeah, well, some people would say it's a better show. I wouldn't, but some people would. But I think, yeah, I mean, IGPX had 26 episodes. Boruto's already on like 80. So. And Boruto's know. like the third in a Naruto series of jitsus, right? Yeah, evidently yeah, Naruto and his kids and then their kids and they're just going to keep having to pop out kids and fight battles. We need more with their shows kids. about kids. <laughs> Generational need, battles. Michael Scott's Tots should have been the spinoff to The Office about all his children he makes. Scott's Tots, I like it. <laughs> I think that's a better joke than what I actually made on Twitter was that it, the Red Wedding should have yeah. been Scott's Tots and more people should die forever in sitcoms. <laughs> You're on the line with the anime tsunami audience takeover bracket. What's going on, dude? Hey, hey. You sound so, shy. What's up? Are you shy today? <clears throat> what? No. Good. So what's... Who's our audience going to be here? 
people I mean, go whoever goes really to the dependent. Instagram page, but that is something to think about. Instagram, it. Instagram fans, Instagram Wait, fans. Are you who, net, is this a network executive calling? <laughs> this is Michael Oline right now. I see we got. I, I'm on the Instagram thing here. We got like 34 people right now. Yeah, it's gonna How have many to. People I recognize. I guess we're talking How to 34 people. people. Look, those 34 people have just as much of a right to choose their bracket as anyone else. And, and hey, and then and then they tell 34 people and then they tell 34 I'm not people. Honestly, proud. it means if you go and vote, you've got more of a percentage of an influence than you'd uh, think. True. You true. are you are the Wisconsin of our Instagram poll. <laughs> well, we're going to find out the next two. I oh, want to hear if you're excited. Tsunami takeover bracket was the yeah. top of my recommended oh. accounts ball now oh, Ballmaster's one of the last ones added because it has aired on tsunami versus wow. mr pickles mr pickles wait a mr. Pickles oh, wait. Is a mistake. are we in the wrong wait, bracket no. <laughs> seems like a wild card there <laughs> yeah i think i think we had a ghost in the machine left over from the summer showdown max's computer just has taken take taken initiative <laughs> Uh, I'm going to find I, out I what that one is. I think should double dip since it was already on the other You don't bracket, think it should double you know? dip? Well, we had a hard time figuring out. Well, I, 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 This yeah. is interesting. And uh, all righty, next two. We got to go quicker. I, this is my bad. We, we had too math. much fun talking. This is... Kill a kill versus Kasher and Sins. Well, I feel kill like kill a kill runs away with this one. Uh, rightfully so. Yeah. It's, a better it's a better show. Well, sell, sell people on the other one if they haven't seen it. Kesher one, sad android walks around hellscape. Kill a kill, two hot sisters fight each other. With big shears. Yeah. Gundam versus paranoia agent. Ooh. Ooh sad. That's tough. That's sad. <laughs> that's tough. I would have to, I mean, that would be a tough one for me. I love Gundam, but. I think paranoia. we had, uh, I think uh, that reminds me of the, we had Rick and Morty versus uh, friggin' uh, uh, Perfect Hair Forever in the first. <laughs> <laughs> which was tough like, break Harrigan yeah. sorry Harrigan <laughs> okay it's good it's good to have an ego check every now and again for sure uh, let's go let's go get two more we've got Inuyasha versus Samurai Champloo ooh. Oh, that's, ooh, that's good, good sword matchup. battle yeah that's a good matchup and cool music oh nice shot there you played it back in Cooly Cooly versus One Piece, ooh, One Piece. Uh -oh. oh man now there's a matchup too I feel like One Piece probably wins, but it's hard to say. Fully, fully I think that's a really interesting. Pick. Yeah, that's a good matchup. That's, that's a good matchup. Yeah. Kind of a tough first rounder, but I think it's uh, oh well, really makes you have to dive deep on what you are looking for in a show and how you feel like those results are. But then I got JoJo's versus Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Oh my oh, god, god. Brutal. brutal! Oh no. Two of my favorite of all time. Yeah, those are two great yeah. shows, man. I think it would depend for me on the mood that I was in at the, the day, yeah. on the day. Like, I feel like in my mind, I would pick Brotherhood as my more favorite show, but there are definitely moments in my heart where JoJo's would win the day. I think I, I, I couldn't have put it better myself. I would think, like, as a whole product... I'd be like, well, this is a story I love and the themes and I'm emotional by the end. But there's so much going on in JoJo sometimes. Ooh, another good matchup. Lupin versus Mob um, Psycho. Okay, so what do you Very guys? similar haircuts yes. between those two gentlemen. Too. <laughs> Mob Psycho is so good, though. It is. Yeah. So good. Do you think it's too new? I mean, because Lupin has like a property. has been around so long that people just know it more. 
Yeah, but I don't think Lupin took over in the U.S. the way it has in Japan. So I actually think Mob Psycho. Yeah, has a I think Mob Psycho wins too. And I think as far as tsunami shows go, people have probably responded more to, to Mob, Mob Psycho. Psycho. What yeah. do you think wins Mob Psycho versus One Punch if it comes to that? Um, I think One Punch. Well, first season there's One Punch. Two amazing seasons of Mob Psycho, and there's one amazing season of One Punch. So I would say maybe Mob Psycho got Ghost in the Shell. Versus Gundam yeah. Unicorn. I got to go with Ghost in the Shell on that one. Ghost in the Shell, yeah, for that. I mean, I love all Gundam shows, but I think that's a tough matchup to, for Unicorn out of the gate. Yeah. I got to say, my, my bracket icons are a little screwed up, and I apologize to everyone for any bracket mistakes. Uh, they will be cleaned up. We're even going to figure out using math. <laughs> who that one missed living show is by doing this, a process of elimination till we find out who that show is, which is going to be fun. Uh, It'll also be good if we finish this process and there's like six shows left. <laughs> no, I think we're good. Oh, Venture, Venture Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> but what's the icon Classic. for? What was the icon? I didn't notice. I didn't see the icon. It looked like Gigantor when I it was going away. Gigantor. It looked like Gigantor. Oh, my like, God. I might have a talking it. to to the former intern who has paid a couple hundred dollars to make this game. Let's, let's so, call it Gigantor. What was the other so show? Still, I, I totally forgot now. I've been laughing too much. Assassination Classroom. Oh, that's it. Which is, that's yeah. a pretty popular show, right? Yeah, um, neither one has a whole lot of episodes over time. But Assassination Classroom um, has fifty-eight or something. So now, Sarah, you're in the room with us, helping. I am. I'm here. Cover my ass because Venture Brothers got canceled by Gigantor. Um, <laughs> Sarah, <laughs> will you guarantee that you've been taking notes of these, and we're going to be able to go in the recap, and we'll be able to do a process of elimination to find out who the mystery Mister Pickles anime was. I guarantee it. Awesome. We've also been recording this episode so we can always go back and uh, take a second look um, at everything that has been selected. Don't worry, guys. Thank it's not so fair much. or balanced, but we're going to do this. Let's keep going. Just put a little asterisk or correct at the bottom, and then I think we'll be covered. <laughs> or correct. Yeah, bingo. Uh, I've ruined the Toonami brand in 54 minutes. Outlaw <laughs> Star versus DBZ Kai. What do you guys think of that matchup? I think uh, Alistar is one of my all-time faves, but I don't think it's taking down Kai and probably shouldn't. And why do you think that? It's a show that appeals to people pretty universally. And I think good guys fighting and not always winning is an interesting look. And it's the animation is fun. And I think a lot of it is the first you, a lot of people have a special place in their heart around Dragon Ball. Cause it's for a lot of people, the first anime they saw. At least tsunami wise for sure. For sure. Naruto. I guess that's the first Naruto versus Ghost in Ghost. the Shell. Sure. Do you guys think Naruto wins or do you think I mean Ghost in the Shell? It's cool. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Demon Slayer, Ooh. a popular new show. Yeah, I think yeah. Demon Slayer wins that one, but I like I really Megalobox. like Megalobox. Um yeah. but yeah, I think Demon Slayer carries it. Do you think the ones about like niche professions and sports? Are they as popular in the United States <laughs> or is just the no, fighting more popular? No. I mean, I think the most popular sports anime in the U.S. is probably IQ, right? The the volleyball one, right? Um, which I really like. Um, but I don't think sports anime in the U.S. is ever going to be close to as big as the more popular fantasy titles. Eureka 7 versus Gurren Lagann. Oh, oh, man. Well, that's an easy one. Yeah. 
Gurren Lagann is the shit. That's a good um, battle of how do you pronounce each one? Um, totally. Both of those Erica shows. Seven in yeah, we've been yelled at by fans about both of those shows' pronunciations. Is there a consensus? Yeah, it's Erica Seven and Gurren Lagann. Gurren Lagann. Why don't they log on to a <laughs> website and relax? You know what I mean? Yeah. Robots. Log on to at Toonami Bracket Takeover. What's it? I already forgot what the Instagram account was. <laughs> Toonami Bracket. Naruto Shippuden there you go. versus Gundam yeah. Wing. That's a good, <laughs> that how you that's a good uh, matchup. I think yeah. that's a real good matchup. Um, in terms of strictly Adult Swim airings, we've only shown Gundam Ring one night, and we've shown Chippenden as a constant earner for years and years and years and years. But I would pick for personal favorites Gundam Wing over Chippenden. Hunter multiplied by Hunter versus Dragon Ball Z Super <laughs> are two bis- biggest math shows. Hunter multiplied by a Hunter. <laughs> Sorry, that, am I being uh, a jerk? I like no, no, no. That's when we originally first saw the title of the show. We thought it was Hunter X Hunter until the person licensing it to us said, "No, it's just Hunter Hunter. You don't pronounce the X." Okay. The X is silent. That's great. The times is silent. We need more multiplied by. We need more is silent, silent shows. Yes. Big O, which is I think one of the coolest looking robots versus Helsing Ultimate. Oh, uh, this is an interesting match. We got the Promise Neverland versus Mobile Suit Gundam. <laughs> I like that. I think every promo um, should have been Mobile Suit Gundam. Mobile. <laughs> we have the Promise Neverland uh, Halloween marathon coming up this Halloween that I'm almost positive we've already announced. And if not, you lucky viewers watching the Tsunami Bracket Showdown just got a scoop. But I think we announced it today at noon. We're having a Halloween Promise Neverland marathon. A comic got killed versus Dead Man Wonderland. Ooh. That show is Lots spooky. of death involved. That's a good matchup. Yeah. I think both of those shows um, have similar size fan bases. Yeah, I would like more episodes of Dead Man Wonderland um, to continue. I would too, and that run, but but be clear to all the people who have asked me about it, I can't make that happen, so sorry. One Punch Man versus Tokyo Ghoul. Uh, I think One Ooh. Punch Man wins that easily. I think yeah. so too, but that seems tighter than I thought. I'm, I'm curious how tight that one will be. I like it. We're almost on our Wait, last four. So we have six four. shows left. Is this mathematically correct? Yes, and we have to put the last so we, four against the heavy hitters. Now it's just going to be whether Max can actually hit these things. Listen, I'm not a shooter player like you guys. I play, I play CRPGs. Jason, did you, ever watch, did you ever watch WPIX out of New York when they would do the picks, 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 and they had one kid in there playing video games shooting, and somebody else would say it when you would say picks, no. picks. That's kind of how we'd be calling, works. and it would just be like, Picks, 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 picks. Attack on Titan right. versus Iron Blooded Orphan. Uh, Attack on Titan is going. Iron Blooded Orphans, I think, is going down. Yeah, I yeah. think so too. But kind of I a, like Iron Blooded. So this Orphan. is also interesting because this will be the winner of this is going to face down Bebop versus yeah whoever Bebop. It looks like having. it might be Attack on Titan versus Bebop early on. Ooh, let's see these last controversial four. in the randomizations. No one ever said it was fair or balanced, though. So. <laughs> I know. I specifically said otherwise. In fact, Mr. Pickles would beg to. So it looks like in our north bracket, we're going to have Trigun against My Hero Academia. Oh, wow. Poor Trigun. Interesting. Yeah. In the east bracket, we have Pop Team Epic <laughs> versus that's a good, uh, uh, the, that's a good 16 seed. The Dragon Ball one that's supposed to be right here. So who's going to go against? We have two more, and then everyone can go home. 
Bleach. So this is Bleach, Bleach versus... Bleach is going against Food Wars. Ooh. Bleach is a good matchup. That's Which means... Match- yeah, that'll be the immediacy bias versus the old school I like pre- Food Wars better, Adult I Swim, think. Adult Swim. I, I think, think I like Food Wars better, actually. I think I do as sorry, well. Sorry, Bleach At least fan. the first couple seasons. The last one's a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. And our last show... Oh, my God. Let's get this... Sh- Blue sub, Blue sub six. six. All right. Then that's Bebop versus Blue Sub Six. Yeah. And that also makes us think... find out who Mr. Pickles was. It was Soul Eater. Uh, no good. Big matchups. I, I had a good time. A few we thought of. Uh, we could go through this. I think we're gonna, the next time we're going to talk about this is probably when the whole thing's over, guys. Well, I had fun. Uh, I had fun. Happy Tuesday. I'm, I followed the Toonami Bracket Instagram at Toonami Bracket. I'm going to continue my voting and then i'm gonna go ahead and write the pilot for um scott's tots looking forward to it <laughs> tune in yeah. uh saturday everybody uh at 5 p.m on these same platforms adultswim.com listen to this again during the podcast if you'd like subscribe to the adult swim podcast wherever you listen to podcasts email us at adultswimpodcast at gmail.com or if you want to email us your bracket send it to tunami bracket at gmail.com uh thanks for listening so much and thanks so much to Jason and Gil for being here for this cluster smash of a first fuck <laughs> thanks, thanks for having us had a blast yeah definitely thank you <laughs>